Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. You are listening to Geek Soul Brother and the Nerdy Venoms. You are listening to Geek Soul Brother and the Nerdy Venoms. And I'm your guest, Afua Richardson. Keep it locked. Hey everybody out there in Geekdom, I'm Geek Soul Brother and I'm putting the funk in the final frontier. Welcome to episode 304 of Geek Soul Brother and the Nerdy Venoms. In this episode, we didn't have a guest. We've been having guests all of September. Uh, Shadow's done a great job of bringing people on to do with Star Trek and and uh, uh, DuckTales. Uh, we had Don Glute that wrote DuckTales and all that. Uh, but no guests week so we talked about tv shows and we talked about magnificent seven uh shadow gave a good review of magnificent seven although she didn't see uh the original american version magnificent seven and she didn't even see seven sunrise so we were we we're gonna have to chastise her about that but anyway she gave a good review about it uh denzel washington chris pratt and the rest of the actors in there she talked about it and talked about how good the film looked and everything Antoine Fuqua directed pretty good sounds good sounds like we should all see it and we talked about new tv shows like I said coming out um the new fall shows and of course we did nerdy news as always so check that out in the beginning of the show box office totals and all that hey find our podcast on iTunes and Stitcher and if you do rate and subscribe also leave a comment because we love that we love getting feedback and uh you can hear the show live every tuesday on talkshoe.com 10 p.m eastern we do a live show you can talk in the chat you can call in if you want say a couple comments really love that also find me on geeksoulbrother.com got the reviews and trailers on there donate button and you can uh go to patreon and uh donate there patreon.com slash geek soul brother get some rewards over there for your monthly donations remember the shows for adults got language in there so watch the kiddies around other than that hope you guys enjoy little tv talk little movie talk talk to you guys later peace all right we'll record we'll record we'll record you guys are right let's 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 uh, do the best technology possible. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm already recording anyway, man. So whatever plus your boat. Yeah. No, it's fine. That's fine. All right. Anyway, you out there in Geekland, I'm Geek Soul Brother. You've been listening to mostly the Nerdy Venoms. <laughs> Geek Soul Brother and Nerdy Venom. No refunds. that we do. No refunds. <laughs> no refunds. <laughs> You can't stop now. You can't. You can't un unhear what you just heard, or uh-huh. what you will hear later on, as we talk about in this show. As we talk about uh, movies and TV shows, especially TV shows, because a few things come 
came back this fall. And uh, uh, we're, we're big TV watchers, so we're going to talk about that. And um, we're also going to have a review, evidently from only Shadow Scout. We're going to have a review of uh, Magnificent Seven, the remake of the remake of the <laughs> original. The, the remake of the, the remake? <laughs> of the remake. Right. So meta. That's right. Meta, meta. So we're going to talk about that. We'll talk about some news, of course, as always. We do a nerdy news and stuff. But first, let me introduce these nerdy venoms. We have JB on the call, a.k.a. Twitterella. Hey, everyone. That's all you give them? I mean, since yes. It's, well, it's, look. It's been a month. We've been allowed to do this. Look, I could have started with... And you know, M Dog's been dissing Geek Soul Brother on the show. <laughs> I could have started with oh. that, but I didn't. Well, he would have found that out eventually. <laughs> when have I yeah, I would have found him? that out. I listened to all recordings. So I never I speak to Henry. <laughs> uh-huh. Actually, M Dog has a little. I'm going to roll up a newspaper and uh, swat him a couple times. He's got, a, he's got something like, coming. Like no, no, bad M dog, bad. <laughs> yeah, bad, bad M dog. Exactly. We got, uh, we got. You know what? We got Shout Scout on the call. And that is why I should be the designated survivor of this podcast. Oh, Lord. Good luck with that one. You would be the first to be beheaded. I, I, I guess somebody's been watching uh, The Quickening this week. That's hilarious. That's funny. We got, uh, I heard him. I heard him over there. We got Toguan Kenobi. I'll buy me for a dollar. Uh, I'm sure uh, you would. <laughs> Can we get a discount? Would we all? <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah. Big money, big prizes. I love it. That's funny. <laughs> we got the. Uh, we got the private. Nixon's back. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> <laughs> No one watches Futurama one. on this show. No one watches Futurama. Not after last. We got them. We got them, dog. My heart is full of oh. hatred and loathing. <laughs> Your ugly faces and stupid clothing. Gonna play all night. Cut <laughs> <laughs> the call. Cut the call. Use his damn mic, please. And stomp you down. I'll stomp you back to ugly town or maybe I'll take your fat ass. Hey, wow. I'm just about to click. When did you start recording songs? <laughs> <laughs> M Dog sings the American Songbook. And last but not least, we have uh, Lord Dalek 
of the Dalek Logistics and Analytical Group. Welcome back, stupid viewers. You'll watch anything. Go ahead, change the channel. You'll be back. <laughs> nice. That's true. That's true. We all watch a lot of stuff. That's why we're on the show. That's why you guys are listening. We watch TV. We watch movies. We love story. Particularly, we have no life. <laughs> we have no life. I think we have a life. I think we have a life filled with story after story, series after series. Our lives are uh-huh. the side of the TV. <laughs> we got a life. Anyway, that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about some TV shows and whatnot. I, always, I, I actually I get into it later, but I, I had a rough weekend. And I only was able to watch uh, The Exorcist, so I'll talk oh, about that yeah. if nobody else will. Um, cool. Oh, well, we'll get into that. We'll get into um, some stuff that came back, a couple new shows. And there was one uh, show only one I watched. What? What? There was, and there was one show only I watched. Oh. Well, there's a what reason a cookie. It won't be those kind of cookies. It won't be an M-Dog cookie. It'll be oh. a regular cookie. <laughs> anyway, we'll uh, we'll get into that. Just uh, remember, you can hit the site, geeksoulbrother.com. Got reviews and trailers on there. Also got a nice donate button. Or if you want to donate, you can hit Patreon. Patreon.com slash geeksoulbrother. A dollar, even a dollar. We'll get you a little reward. Three dollars will get you more reward. Five dollars will a month, not at one time, but a month. Uh, three, uh, one, three, and five. They'll get you a little rewards and stuff. You know, I put reviews. I've been putting reviews up there for everything that I watch, not just sci-fi, but uh, Geek Soul Brother watches a lot more than that. And um, you know, we got going on. So check out Patreon.com/slash Geek Soul Brother. And uh, give a dollar a month at least, and, you know, we'll really appreciate it. Help out the show. Help out the brand and everything. Also, make sure you find us in iTunes and, and uh, Stitcher. I hope you did already. But if not, go there, subscribe, tell your friends. Definitely tell your friends because we want to catch all the ears of all the geeks out there everywhere and let them know that we got a – we, we we got it locked down when it comes to movies, TV, interest and talk and all that. So just uh, let your friends know and spread the word. Anyway, as always, before every before we get into the particular topic of the night, we always get into our nerdy news. Yeah. <laughs> 
last long week. Intro. I, that I came back last week, and I'm the only one who watched it. <laughs> Good for you. I really don't know how to follow up with that. You don't know what I don't you know, know either. You don't I know how to follow up the freaking Red Dwarf theme. You suck. Uh, no, no, I don't know how to. I don't know. Absolutely fabulous theme. How about that? Uh, uh, we get sued. It's owned by Bob Dylan. Oh, <laughs> oh sure. Anyway. That's the one that you're scared of. Is Bob Dylan? Out of all the, all the appropriated music on this show. Anyway, yeah, that's the one that you're not going to play, really. Well, who yeah. <laughs> that anyway? I mean, that that movie sucked. <laughs> anyway, let's get started. Take it away, Private. All right, we begin tonight with some sad news out of Pittsburgh. Uh, actor Bill Nunn passed away over the weekend, surrounded by his family. Uh, Nunn, who was mostly known for his role in Do the Right Thing, as you know, uh, and uh, also the Raimi as Spider Man, Raheem, and also and also the uh, Raimi Spider Man films. Uh, he succumbed to his battle of cancer. He was 62 years old. That is so sad. Yeah. That was sad. So. Radio Rahim, yo. Fight the power. Keep fighting the power, brother. Mm. Uh, Elon Musk has unveiled his plans to, for interplanetary tr- space travel. Uh, the man behind SpaceX has fully elaborated his Mars plans, which entail using the same technology uh, that's used on the, on the Falcon 9 rockets with a capsule outfitted with solar sails. His goal is to eventually have one million people populate the red planet, and there is yet to be a timeline uh, given at this point for this. So, his goal is for one million people to age gracefully while traveling to Jupiter, no. but not making it. Mars. Mars. Oh, um, to Mars, even slow. You know. Pump up the it's, volume. Pump up the volume. It's eighteen month trip. Dance, dance. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. They say it. that. He's going to adapt. He's going to write uh, adapt this into a book. It's going to be called Mars Needs Women. <laughs> I, I, I tell you, man, I'm still shooting fire out the rocket, man. Let's hurry up with the warp drive. Stop messing around. They're still working on it. Yeah, but, they're working uh, on that one. Yeah, well, let's go. <laughs> what do you need? A Patreon account? Apparently so. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, NASA's budget has been cut so many times, but anyway, we won't get into that. Uh, California enacted a law on Saturday that deals with posting the age of actors on certain sites. Uh, Under the new law signed by Governor Brown, it requires sites and services like IMDb to remove the age of an actor or actress based on on their request. So basically, the actor... Our actors have to request that their age be taken down. Uh, all organizations must comply to this law by January 1st. Um, yeah. 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 Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, they should, uh, you know. Well, no, it's 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 sort of fight ageism and and I mean uh, it's just nonsensical though. But I mean, IMDb can just move out of California, and the problem isn't theirs anymore because it only applies if you have a business in California. Yep, right. Amazon. I don't know how it defies uh, ageism because that's real. <laughs> that's more than IMDb. <laughs> Bless you. 
Is that tight? Yeah. Well, that, basically, that's uh, that's uh, Dalek's answer to that. Yeah. Well, this is what obviously oh. what happens. Clearly, this is what we happens when we take a week off from the news. We end up with nothing. Well, so there, it's been a slow oh, news month, oh. essentially. But no Marvel news. Uh, Usually you have a slew of that for us. Yeah, why the hell not? <laughs> don't defend yourself, private. Man, tell you what <laughs> fucking crowd. Uh, bad news, Star Wars Rebel fans. David Filoni is no longer the showrunner on the series. Uh, keen-eyed fans noticed that the series executive producer for season three is now Justin Ridge. Uh, leading to speculation as to why Filoni is no longer associated with the show. However, there is a silver lining to this. Filoni has actually been promoted within Lucasfilms. Uh, he is now basically leading all the animated series for the Star Wars franchise now. So, this still doesn't explain. This still doesn't explain why Tron uh, uh, doesn't doesn't sound like that really butch guy from the uh, Tie Fighter. Uh, stop it. Can we can we mute his mic? Tie Fighter was a great game. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah, I know it was a great game, but <laughs> all right, relax. Uh, someone on the production of crew of Transformers: The Last Night thought it was a good idea to put Nazi flags in on Winston Churchill's house. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> the Sun posted pictures of Churchill's birthplace, decked out in several pieces of Nazi iconography, as well as having extras dressed up in SS uniforms. Munching around the compound on the palace grounds, these images were has drawn ire from many military veterans, especially those who fought in World War II, calling the use of the house in such a way as despicable and horrible. Those are actual quotes. I, uh, and people course, and people complained when they stuck Jordan uh, W's head on like one of those pikes at in the Baylor scene from Game of Thrones. Yeah. No one even picked it out. Anyway, of course, Michael Bay has defended the decision on the set, claiming that Churchill is actually a hero in the film. I personally don't see how anyone can be a hero in those franchises, but that's just me at this point. I kind of just like adapt like that one uh, Dreamwave. Was it Dreamwave? Uh, the, the the World War II G.I. Joe Transformers comic? Oh, God, that was awful. Who knows? Well, Who cares at this point? I, I I don't even think you can get Big Bob or Rob to care at this point about that series. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> uh, some other news. Sigourney Weaver has confirmed what many of us believed uh, in that uh, Neil Blomkamp's Alien sequel has been postponed indefinitely. Wah, wah, wah. Mm-hmm. Also postponed the Ring sequel, which has... Which was to come out in October, but now it's been pushed back to February third, two thousand seventeen. Well, it's delayed, not postponed. It's been made. It's not like yeah. the. Uh... I was going to say when you say, when you say delayed, it's a uh, delayed here, right? Well, I mean, they're basically uh, pushing it back to uh, February. Yeah, well, Japan doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Japan doesn't care about American Ringo movies. All they want to see is Sadako and Kaiko fight to the death in three D. Right. See that. In all its campiness, from what I understand. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson has alluded that he, we will see more Nick Fury and S.H.I.E.L.D. Re, uh, return to the MCU. So that will happen. There's your news, M-Dog. Well, but, your... but, 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 but. But what? Why? Why? Uh, no. <laughs> Bill Hader has been cast as the voice, I guess, of Alpha 5 in the Power Rangers film. Oh, God. Uh, 
Sony, NBC, Universal, and the showrunners of the new series Timeless are being sued by a Spanish production company for ripping off that of a show of theirs. Nice. So congratulations, guys. Uh, class, these, the Doctor Who spinoff series will premiere on October 22nd. Uh, Haley Atwell has indicated that a Peggy Carter TV special is still on the table. So if you want more of her, that that may happen. Uh, the Strain has been picked up for... Uh, Picked up by FX for a fourth and final season. That's a problem. Uh, Amazon has ordered to series both The Tick and Jean-Claude Van Johnson. So, <laughs> And, um, and uh, their other show. Yeah, Come on, John, uh, say it. Say the name. No. Say, say the name. other show. Say my name. I'm not going to say the name, M-Dog, because you'll be all, all over that. So. <laughs> Like he always and, and then you'll you'll never let me live it down. Aww. So he 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 is what he eats anyway. And our favorite anime of the year, One Punch Man, has received a second season. And this Yay. is actually, it's actually it's actually kind of a surprise, really, because of the so-called Madhouse curse, where like if the shows don't do all that great on in Blu-ray sales, they don't get renewed. Well, this, this, mm. this one didn't act in Japan. I just want to point that out. Just in Japan. They haven't had a video release here yet, but uh, there oh, you go. Anyway. And finally, just in time for the holidays, the Satanic Temple has opened in Salem. Uh, the temple, which is supposed to serve as an international headquarters of the religion, uh, opened its doors for the first time last week to not great fanfare or protests at all. In fact, only <laughs> one person showed up. Uh, the facility, which is a former funeral home that was donated to them, go figure that one out, serves as an art gallery, a lecture hall, gift shop, and a permanent home of the statue of Baphomet, which garnered plenty of protests last year. So, so no, uh, it was one. Fa- it was one fangirl who basically wanted to see the inside. <laughs> oh. Wow. I mean, they, they, they were expecting, like, press to show up and cover it, and no, that didn't happen at all. I mean, it's the North. Who would even notice? <laughs> the what? I thought it was Damien. God. Anyway, for more, news and comment- <laughs> for more news and commentary from the Nerdy Venoms, check us out on Twitter at 5 Nerdy Venoms. That's at 5VE Nerdy Venoms. Or our Facebook page, facebook.com slash 5 Nerdy Venoms. Again, at 5VE Nerdy Venoms. And that is your news for this Tuesday evening. Well, uh, the problem is why nobody was interested is they built it in Salem, Oregon, not Salem, Massachusetts. Uh, I think it was in Massachusetts. <laughs> well, that, well, you're no fun anymore. That would be awkward. <laughs> Salem, Oregon. Hey. Massachusetts, That's yes. Fun. It was Salem, Massachusetts, yes. That's fun. All right. Let's move on. Wait a minute. I just want to back up. You said who was suing uh, uh, for Timeless? Uh, Spanish people. A, a, Spanish, a Spanish production company who have a similar show. Uh, basically, what occurred was that they were in talks with Sony to bring the show and you know, making an adaptation for the U.S., but that fell through, and then Sony developed Timeless with NBC Universal. Wow! Yeah, well, that's that is. I, I was surprised it was just one Spanish show. I mean, come on, this, this, the plot line for Timeless is basically a rehash of like two hundred million other shows. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. 
Well, yeah, it's like it's, a, it's, it's a standard. It's a standard like, you know, quantum leap type. Yeah. Yeah. Sci-fi Channel had a pilot like that they aired it as a movie, and I cannot remember the name of it right now. But it was like three years back, and it was the exact same plot. No, better yet. Uh, yeah, that's who, right. Who remembers time tracks? Oh God, oh, yes, Lord. with a credit card that was a hologram. Yeah, that's the show. Yeah, love that show. That was no. old, what was that old network that they called it? I can't yeah, remember the name. The P10, along with uh, the, the, yeah, P10 the, network, and it had Babylon yeah. Five and like uh, Chunk Kung Fu the Legend yeah. didn't use. Yeah. I mean, shoot, uh, you might you might as well go back to saying they stole it from Time Tunnel. Oh God, yeah. Or Voyagers. Yeah. Or Voyagers. Yeah, Voyagers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Voyagers. And I know what Emdol's I know what Emdol's talking about. That pilots on uh, YouTube. Oh, it is. I cannot remember the name of it. It's oh man, I can't, I can't, I can't think of it either. It's something like it's not Portal, but it's something like that. And it, 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 it's literally, it's almost like Stargate, but traveling back in time. And they had like oh, it was Rewind. I think that's what it was called. Yeah, yeah, Rewind. It. That's it. Yeah, they called the show Portal. Everybody would be disappointed because it doesn't have uh, Chell and it doesn't have GLaDOS. Yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't have that kick-ass gun in it either. It sure does. <laughs> oh, yes. Nerd. Yeah, Rewind was, like, you know, not a bad pilot. I mean... It really wasn't. I was, um... I was kind of disappointed that they didn't turn it into at wait. least a miniseries or something. It would have been pretty cool. Wait, wait, did the hipster just call us nerds? Yes. Wait, did you just call me a sister? No. Uh, we don't have to get that out. Okay. No, no, no. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, wait a minute. That's Not funny. cool, kids. No. Nerds. I miss that. Why, why shadow a sister tonight? I miss that. I know. And tonight. Not just tonight, right. it's every night. I know. <laughs> Yeah, but in that new term, I don't, I, I don't remember the hipster part before. Anyway, no, it's the first time I've ever said it on a podcast. That's what it, <laughs> I've said it plenty uh, of times. But yes, <laughs> in our chat, that was a hipster. <laughs> that was a ninja hipster. That's right. No. Anyway, we gonna get a review from Shadow tonight, and uh, not like you said you saw it too, or no? No, I didn't see it. No, you didn't see it. Oh, to. you said you saw your special, your special TV show. That's yes, I saw my show. We'll get into that. Um, but yeah, let's hear about Magnificent Seven, man, because I, I meant to see it. Unfortunately, um, uh, you know, let everybody know my son had had a uh, 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 motorcycle accident, which he was all right, oh, but he got cool. banged up, and you know, we we were we were going back and forth at hospital stuff like that. Well, so we, we weren't worried to, about him, huh? Well, it's good to hear he's okay. Yeah. 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 No, he's 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 fine. He just got, you know, he just got banged up pretty good. Um, but Did they we turn him into a cyborg at all? <laughs> no, thank goodness they didn't turn him into a cyborg. One in the family's enough. Um, wait, wait, what? He did the You were supposed to. He did the belt. Oh, you're supposed to ask if you didn't but, get all psychic powers and then uh, blow up Tokyo. 
<laughs> oh yeah, we were uh, we were a little stressed with that, just you know, a little worried about that at first and stuff. And uh, yeah, missed um, missed a lot of stuff this week, and uh, just caught a couple TV shows. Well, really, one new TV show. That was it. Couple couple other things. But shut up. What um, what's up with Magnificent Seven, yo? Was it a, and 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 did you see the one with Ewell Brenner? back in the day. I hope you did. So Magnificent Seven was great. <laughs> I will start by that. It did was... you not see? Are you going to sit here and do a review and you did not see, see, the see the original Magnificent Seven? She didn't see, she the, original. Didn't see the original. She didn't see the original, <laughs> nor did she see the original. Original, original. <laughs> hey, I saw Heroes. Okay. Hold on. Do you, do you know the story of the Magnificent Seven before you saw this? Yeah. Okay. Look. Why do you got, you know what, I have what is known as G-E-M, or Jim, and it's geek, Jam. eclectic, Jam. minimalism, which means. <laughs> or G-E-D, geek, eclectic, disorder. Okay, because the rest of us have actually seen the movie, <laughs> the original. Before I Geek-eclectic jump into in the Seven Samurai, which this Magnificent Seven was based off of. Before I jump into my review, why don't we do a little share about what we loved about the original? Who wants She's to start? stalling. She's stalling. <laughs> stalling. <laughs> stalling. Well, I mean, I haven't seen it forever, but Yul Brenner was, he was oh, a man in the original. The story was good. Yeah, I think it's uh, if, you awesome. about original, if you told about original, original, yeah. Oh, What's his name? Mufuni? Fisher Mufuni. Yeah. He was excellent. Mm-hmm. And and um, it, that was a real good story. That's a real good story. Uh, Kirasawa did yeah. the original Seven Samurai, and he really told an excellent story. It, to me, it got slow a little bit. I mean, it's really long. Yeah. To me, it's it got a little slow. slow. Yeah, it's a it's a little slow at point. Three hours long, and it's yeah. a little slow. <laughs> it's a little... It has intermission. It's on two tests on DVD. Yeah, I know. It's a little slow at point, but that's because he was, you know, building up the characters yep. within the story. It wasn't yeah. just a shoot 'em up with samurai swords type thing. Yeah, he, yeah he just really like samurai seven, clearly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's funny, but uh. I don't know. You got and 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 Yul Brenner and the cast and uh, the the rest of the cast in um, the American version of Seven Samurai, which is yeah. Magnificent Seven, was really good. It was real. I, I mean, a a really good classic Western film. So, you guys Man. haven't seen it like Our Shadow. If you guys haven't seen it, he's one of them. I mean, plus it has like some of the like greatest casts of all time between, yeah. uh, you know, Charles Bronson, Steve McQueen, uh, you know, Lee Marvin's in it. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, Ernest you Borgnine. know, you're talking about you're talking about manly men of Hollywood at the time, yeah. and it, it really brought a big class, uh, a big uh, cast of macho together. Yes, no. but it worked. All those guys worked. 
Yeah, and if you claim you've, you you haven't seen uh, The Magnificent Seven, but you have seen the sequels with George Kennedy, you deserve a fist to the face. This is, oh. <sighs> no, you so just, violent. no, no, you, you should go back and watch uh, Magnificent Seven. Okay, I haven't seen, I haven't seen Magnificent Seven, but I have seen Westworld. Westworld hey. is not Magnificent Seven. Oh, God. <laughs> Please. You could, you, you, could, you could consider the original sort of Magnificent Seven because Yul Brenner is basically playing the same dude. <laughs> he's playing, I, I think he's playing the, I think he's playing the mirror, mirror version. <laughs> Of Magnificent Seven. Yeah. <laughs> um, with this background yeah, we're going to talk about Westworld because the event that I... Uh, yeah, somebody's got TV on. The event that... Uh, the event, HBO uh, event we got going on. Uh, yeah, that's coming along. We'll, we'll be screening uh, uh, Westworld and stuff, so that'll be cool. Um, anyway, Magnificent Seven, Shadow. Awesome. So now that you've got that out of your system, because I know <laughs> you wanted to share in some way about this property. Not really. Stalled. I really want to hear your review, but... Yeah, no. Well, I mean, no, you know, it seems like um, <laughs> my, the quality and the integrity of my review was being called into question. Because you didn't see the original. The original. You know what? I, I, reviewed, I reviewed The Force Awakens quite well, and I've never seen the original trilogy for Star Wars. Which we still are giving you a hard time about. <laughs> but we all Steve but McQueen all was reviewed. in the Magnificent Seven. <coughs> and Charles but we all reviewed Force Awakens, so that wasn't a problem. Right. If you were the only one, yeah. we would have had a problem. <laughs> I think I we, we should make her. We should, we should make her watch Rogue One, and the rest of us not review it, but her. No, yeah. <laughs> that's no, no, oh, no, 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 no. We have to make her like watch the uh, the two Ewok TV movies, and then oh yes, it. even better. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I think that's what I saw. The teddy bears. Oh my goodness. Let's go. My seven. It was. Awesome. Okay. Action, story, character development. I was pretty impressed. Pretty impressed. Um, I have to say the beginning of it was a little slow, but I think that was just setting the pace um, because it's a Western. And I think um, Fuqua was really kind of paying homage to that. You know, you have to kind of ease into the story a little bit. And um, I have to admit, I my patience for watching Westerns, um, it's a challenge for me. But despite all that, um, I want to give props to the cinematography as well. It was, it was a beautiful film. Um, and it just, the locations, I think they filmed in Louisiana in some points. But it was just really well put together. Um, you really felt for each of the characters. Um, I was very impressed with uh, Denzel Washington. I mean, the way he looked the part, he was the part. I forgot I was watching Denzel. I, I was watching Chisholm, um, which is his nice. character. So, you know, this was probably one of my favorite Denzel Washington movies now, wait, and I wait, wasn't wait, expecting wait. that. Wait, 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 wait. Are, are you telling me this is actually not a remake of Magnificent Seven, but instead the John Wayne 1971 film Chisholm? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Don Chisholm. There wasn't that music in there, but maybe for the sequel. Um, spoilers. But um, <clears throat> Chris Pratt was actually quite good. And my favorite performance was actually from Ethan Hawke. I don't know what it is about Ethan Hawke, but he's been acting like acting, acting lately. Um, he's, Ethan Hawke has been doing some fantastic films. Yes. In he's in that time because he stopped drinking. Really? Yeah. Oh, shoot. Oh, is that but what he played, wow, Ironically, he played a, played a drunk in, yeah. in that uh, jazz film. Yeah, but when he was drinking, he wasn't as good. But now that he stopped, he's an amazing actor. He can play a drunk. Yeah. And he kind of did in this movie. He was um, Good Night uh, Show. So... Um, and what was really great about his character, too, is that they actually, his backstory is that he was a Confederate soldier, and they actually um, built in post-traumatic stress disorder um, for his character. Mm. And I thought that that was a really interesting treatment, and I don't know if that's something that's been brought about before with his character in the previous iteration of this film, but I just thought that that was um, really smart. Um, and PTSD also, didn't... Uh didn't exist as a well, I mean, term existed, i don't think it existed. right but i mean yeah of course it existed that... the yeah. term it wasn't a shell shock existed just yet right but i mean something shock that was a little like bit 42 but i mean yeah, the i 40s. think that was world war one ish maybe it was around yeah shell shell shock was fine but shell shock was like you know a bomb just blew up and i'm yeah. shaking and like, not, you know, not you like years like, ago yeah. Yeah, I mean, those Ninja Turtles were on the loose and everything else back then. It was a tough time. Not, not uh... Not, okay, uh, original movie was made in 1960. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, I mean, I think yeah. there have been other films that have touched on this for, for you know, veterans of wars, but not... I think this did a really good job, um, even though it's, quote-unquote, after the time we have language for PTSD. So I just thought that was really thoughtful, how they treated his character. Hmm. Um, also, I have to say, I love the villain in this, Peter Sarsgaard. It was great to see a strong villain. I think you guys heard me complain about Civil War, um, how I just wasn't feeling the villain that much. Because, um, you know, I called him more of a distance villain, you know, yeah, big boss, yeah. where he's not in the scenes that much. Um, but he hmm. has, you know, he or she has a big impact. And so... That was the case for Peter Sarsgaard. I mean, he was probably in the movie all of 10 minutes, but those 10 minutes counted. Um, and, you know, you really kind of felt for him at the end. Um, and I won't tell you what happens because I'm sure you know. But um, overall, I'm going to give this one 3.75 Cosmic Afros. It was just really well done. And for someone like me who doesn't really care for Westerns, I really enjoyed it. And I saw it with my mom, and she'd probably give it five if she could. So, and she did see Night. the Yule Brenner. She did see it, dude. And, yeah. did, and did she mock and, and laugh at you? No, I love the tickets. No. She should have. Shut <laughs> up. Or, actually, she should have just went ahead and showed you the original Magnificent Seven. Um... Uh, where where does Antoine Fuqua fall on your directorial radar, Shadow? I like 
his stuff. I like what he did a lot with uh, King Arthur. That's actually one of my favorites. Um, he did King Arthur? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, and also, I remember, Geek Soul Brother, you made a comment about explosions happening where they shouldn't. Um, did a horse explode right. in this movie? Please tell me what <laughs> it is. That happened in this movie, now that I think about it. I was like, what is he talking this about? Is not, this is not Monty, Monty Python. Just a horse standing still suddenly just explodes. Well, they had like a lot of dynamite in this movie, so I just thought that was funny. Damn it, I'm done. Yeah, but I don't know if he. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I did. I, I don't. I don't remember saying that he puts explosions where there shouldn't be, but he certainly is not a. Uh, Michael Bay. By, yeah, but yes. Absolutely. Michael Bay puts explosions where they shouldn't be. But um yeah, Fakwa's pretty good with the uh with the action and stuff, depending on the story. He's really good. I I'd really I'm telling you, man, I would really love to see him do uh one of the Mar one of the Marvel or or even D C films, but but something low key, something where he could get a little you you, you know, get into the character a little bit stronger than uh, than like you know superpowers and stuff like that. I would love to see that. Hmm. Maybe the next uh, maybe the next Suicide Squad. I don't know, but that's pretty good. Shadow, Magnificent Seven, three point seven five is pretty high for you. Yep. Yeah. Good for it. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. So when you say you don't like westerns, like. You, you you don't you don't like them period you don't like there's so many good westerns yeah yeah no it's not that I, I'm like anti western it's just it's not it's not a preference um you know genre for me did I mean I've seen for good reason so you didn't like three ten to Yuma oh my which god which one please. the most recent one because I gave up on that after ten minutes what you didn't like the quick and the dead. <laughs> Oh, was that with Sharon Stone and yes, uh, little was. baby DiCaprio? Yeah. That was kind of fun. That was kind of fun. Yeah. You didn't yeah. like the searchers? <laughs> Wait, was There's... that the last movie for John Wayne? No. Which one was that? Was that Clark Gable? What am I thinking? No, no it oh. has John Wayne, but it's not his last movie. It's like... No, no that was way back. Yeah, and then there's Shane with Ellen Ladd and uh, Shane. Shane, come back, Shane. <laughs> Shane was okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what's my second, my third favorite movie of all time? Anybody willing to give it a guess? Mm -hmm. Do okay. we have to? I've said it so many times on this podcast. Okay, do we have? We to? and we never listened each time. Apparently <laughs> not. Once upon a time in the West. Come on, guys. Serious. Once Upon a Time in the West was, uh, was a pretty good film. That's a pretty good for you, Phil. Yeah. But what about um, Unforgiven? Was... was that a good one? Unforgiven? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Unforgiven? No, yes. Don't even listen to Dalek. Don't yeah, even listen to him. <laughs> I said it was good. I thought yeah. it was good. Yeah, yeah. Clint Eastwood. No, does. Does. Yeah. He, he, he had a question. He had a hesitation. No he hesitation. Did. When it comes well, to I was trying to think of you know, we talking about Unforgiven or The Unforgiven, the 1964 movie. No, we're not talking about The Unforgiven. No, <laughs> Unforgiven, Tail Rider, mo most of, most of um, Clint Eastwood's 
Westerns were fantastic. Yeah. Pale yeah. Rider. They were spaghetti westerns, but they were good. But not all of them. Well, Pale Rider wasn't. Pale Rider no. was yeah, with No Name Trilogy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, those are spaghetti westerns. Yeah, the man with No Name Trilogy. And, and wasn't there an original, wasn't there another man with no name? Where uh, it wasn't uh, Clint Eastwood, it was the other guy. He, yeah, it was Charles Bronson. That was most of the time in the West. Yeah. No, no, no. Literally. You have no oh, name. I'm sorry. Not not my not the man with no name. My name is nobody. That's oh, it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that, that was Terrence Hill. Yeah. Yeah, that's the time. That that actually I liked. So that's funny. Stuff. But the um, Magnificent yeah, Seven so was many. the Rat Pack of their time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, because it was Bronson. It was the Stan Rat Pack McQueen. was still alive. It was yeah. yeah. The Rat Pack but, it, was but they didn't Rat call Pack. themselves the Rat Pack, but they were the Rat Pack of the job. Well, they were Brenner, for, they they Robert were the Vaughan. Rat Pack that could bench press the Rat Pack. Yeah, this was yes. uh, this was came around the same time as Ocean, the original Ocean's Eleven. The original the Rat Pack was still a thing. Yep. No, but what JD's saying is they were a group too. Yeah. You know. But but like I said, they, they had the top super... actors in Hollywood in this film. Right, they they were the husky guys. They were husky guys. Like you, you weren't you weren't going to see um, uh, you weren't going to see the the real Rat Pack in a western like that. No, you weren't. <laughs> yeah, no. no. Well, I saw Sammy and Dean well, did um, do a western. Yeah, they did. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, Dean Martin did several westerns. He did yeah, he's in Rio, yeah, yeah, Rio Bravo. Yeah, yeah, he did, and uh, uh, yeah, yeah, Sammy did. Yeah. <laughs> now you're not going to see a Rat Pack in Virgin Magnificent Seven, so, anyway. <laughs> so who saw good... who else besides Shadow saw 1993's Posse? Oh god! Oh, that's the one with isn't that one with Clean Latifah? Or am I thinking of something else? Uh, it's, it's the one with it's the one with Mario Van Peebles. Did you see it? Oh lord! You're thinking, oh, of, you're thinking, of, you're thinking of Taxi and Dog. Uh, you're thinking of Taxi. <laughs> you said Posse. <laughs> the Posse. That was with yeah. That's Mario Van Peebles starring in his own movie with yeah. other people in it. Huh. Yeah, I mean, Tiny Tiny Lister was in it, the most important president in the galaxy. That's right. That's right. No, Posse was, uh, Posse was good and terrible at the same time. Like, if, they could have, if, if, if they could have cut out, if they could have cut out the... Uh, 90% of Marivan it? People, or if, no, if Marivan, if Marivan People just directed it and didn't star in it. It would have been God. a good film. God, a... the cast list for this movie is ridiculous. Mario Van Peebles, <laughs> Stephen Baldwin, Billy Zane, Tone Loke, uh, Tiny Lister, yeah. Big yeah, Daddy Loke, Big yeah. Daddy Kane is in this. Yep. Yeah. Billy Zane. Reginald Bell Johnson is in this. Carl, Carl is in this. Wow. Yeah. Tom Blair Lister. Underwood, Isaac Lister. Hayes, Charles Lane, Robert Hooks, Sam Greer. No, no, no Queen Latifah. Aaron Neville. Aaron Neville is in this? Yeah, Reginald yeah. Hudlin is in this before he bought BET. What? What? what uh? <laughs> what Stephen Jake is in this. Good lord! What Queen Latifah Western were you thinking about? <laughs> I, thought, I swore Queen Latifah did a Western. Or am I she thinking? Did. I'm thinking of it's all about the Benjamins, aren't I? Probably. That makes no sense. <laughs> well, because it's a heist movie. No like I was like, it went to Western for me. Uh, uh, the Benjamins uh, uh, was not. 
I don't even think there was a cowboy hat in the movie, let like alone a heist the movie. And like I guess had this disconnect because I was thinking about it. I think oh, this man. movie. I, I think this movie was like too. Uh, I kind of it blended too much with the uh, the film Bad Girls in terms of bad what mid nineties westerns for me. Yeah. Oh God, Bad Girls. Yeah. Speaking of Bad Girls, Blurred Words and Bison are on the call. Stop these honeys with guns. <laughs> nice intro. Nice intro. Blur words. Nice intro. Welcome yeah, to the show. Blur words is here. Well, you tell Blur words is there. So, so did either one of you uh, see Magnificent? Uh, I think Vice. I think I think Vice. I, I have not seen it. I did see Posse though. Saturday with Posse. Well, I, I, I am planning to see Magnificent Seven. I, I didn't get a chance to, but uh, but um, I was just saying I was one of those folks that saw Posse. So yeah, yeah. Thank you for admitting that because yeah, really, yeah, now, now, yeah, nobody else hop, wants to. Yeah, now you can hop in your time machine and do a podcast in 1993 about it. <laughs> uh, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah, pretty bad. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. We got a few TV shows. So I just, I saw Exorcist, but I'm curious to see what you guys saw. Who saw um, some of the new shows? I saw, well, I saw Exorcist. I saw, I saw, oh, what was that Keeper Sutherland show? Designating Survivor. Survivor. Yeah. yeah, I think that's the one all of us watch. Yeah. Nice. So how was it? How's Keeper Sutherland doing? Being, it's uh, it's being jarring best. to see him as like, you know, basically a character for most of the episode comes off as a weak-willed little Nancy girl. I get that. <laughs> yeah, we had that conversation, like, and I said, "Yeah, no, yeah, we were chatting about it like crazy." It's like that whole ep, like most of that whole episode, I was going nuts because I needed him to bite somebody's something off of them—an ear, a nose, and something. He should have been bitten off somebody by him. That's what I was expecting, and he did not. He, no. he did not bite anybody. Twenty-four? Huh? Is it, huh? it is it juxtaposed to twenty-four? Is it him coming back on TV saying? I have to do something completely different from 24 from Jack. Yeah, I think. I mean, well, he did mm. what touch for like three seasons. I mean, if we remember that, no, yeah. nobody remembers three that. seasons. Two well, seasons. That was, three se- that was two seasons. I thought that lasted like yeah. half a season. No, that was just a season. It's weird because he's last doing, a season. It's weird. It's because he's doing this, and they're doing the new 24 in a couple months. With no, is he doing that? No, he's I think not. he was he's doing completely... the new 24. He's only like producing. Yeah, the kid from uh, Straight Out Compton's the new Jack Bauer type agent. Yeah, yeah, yeah Black really? the, the the one that played the young Doctor Dre. I mean, yeah, this is a jarring really? like difference. I mean, like Twenty Four was obviously right leaning. This show is a, like you know pushing a hard left leaning. Also, you can tell just by y'all the, didn't see. Really? Wait, y'all didn't see the new Twenty Four trailer? Uh uh-uh. uh no. Oh, y'all I don't good. like twenty four has worn out all of its goodwill, so I don't even know if I'll watch that. I, yeah. I think I'll have to agree with that. Yeah, I, well, I didn't watch all the twenty four, so I, I'm uh, curious how it's going to do. But, did anybody uh, see Lethal Weapon? No. no, I did. Yes, yes. It was what are you funny. talking about? I, I loved it. I like it. It was funny. I, I'm, I'm a fan of Lethal Weapon. I, what I day is it, it even on? Wednesday. Yep. Wednesday. It was Wednesday. on the same. It was on pretty much at the same time. I believe it's on Wednesday. Yeah, so there was good watching. chemistry between uh, um, Rick uh, and what's his name? Damon and, and yeah, yeah, Damon and Actually, the other guy. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> you wouldn't believe it. Yeah, it, it yeah, it seemed pretty good. The, the chemistry was pretty good. Uh, it's funny. You know, I, I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. What did you say, J.D.? It was, it was funny and what? I thought it was very funny and well well done because I was the biggest proponent against it. I was like, I like Mel Gibson in the original. I don't want to see anybody else do it. Yeah, and then, right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Damon did a good job. I, I was surprised. I expected him to be a lot more, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know Wayne. what I expected, but yeah, it was just. Wayne-ish? Yes, Wayne-ish. But he was good. Wait, wait. Yeah. They didn't, did they change the. Did they switch the roles? Is, no. Is, is nope. Damon playing? No, right? Oh, no, he's no, 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 he oh, yeah. I was going to say, because I, when I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, there's. Yeah, he's playing Murtaugh. Well, does he at least yep. get to say yep. some version of, I'm getting too old for this shit? Yep. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised he didn't say it. But... I think you said that in the trailer, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, I think you might have said that in the trailer. <laughs> did the they actually let him say shit? Basically. No. Uh, no, no. Not that no, I Basically. No, like, he, he, he doesn't say it, say it. I mean, but... CBS did it years ago. I mean, it's not like a thing now. Is it? Look, the yeah, it still is. Same... It still is. They got in same... trouble for the Chicago yeah. Hope incident. Yeah, they can't say that. They can't say that. Friggin' Sci-Fi Channel says it all the time. But, no, nah, they can't say that. Um, it's not like South Park. Where what else? They, so, so, so uh, Survivor, Survivor, designated Survivor, you, you going to give it a chance or not? I'm, I, I might give it a four. I might give it a chance. I mean, I I didn't watch it live since Mr. Robot was on at the same time. But, uh, um, oh, you know, speaking of Mr. Robot, we can mention the fact that uh, Ghost in the Shell released, was it, five teasers during Mr. Robot's season finale last week. Yeah. yeah and they were all like, whatever. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they were, I mean, they were basically like, you know, 10-second blips each time. But I actually thought it was kind of interesting. Yeah, what's funny was everybody during the episode, uh, we were watching like Twitter, um, they all thought it was like secret broadcast from the, uh, from the Dark Army and not actually ads for Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. Uh. They thought the Illuminati was coming for them. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> That's funny. Hey, how was um? You guys caught Agents of Shield. How was that yeah. uh, coming back? Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. It was. It, it I kind of watched it, it, but like you know, we have something going on at the same time as it. Well, no. In Canada, they they show it at eight. I think next week they start show. Well, starting in two weeks, it'll be on at nine o'clock. But really, uh, so they don't care about the added violence. <laughs> nope. Not really. No, and it's really, and I like how where they're going with it. Yeah. Since you guys didn't say, I won't spoil what they did tonight, but uh, yeah, it's an interesting direction that they're going. Yeah, I mean the show is already introduced. Oh yeah, no, they already introduced this Ghost Rider, but yeah, like you know, taking a clear direct like different direction shift. I mean, they've done this already before, so I mean, it's not like unusual. Don't you find that the Agents of Shill version of Ghost Rider is already lacking the subtle nuances of the performance of Nicolas Cage? I'm Ghost Rider. Let's ride. <laughs> that was actually a pretty good impression. I know, right? <laughs> but no, it, you know, it is. It's getting good. It's really good. I'm liking the fact that it's gotten slightly more. Uh, edgy because of the, the time slot in the states so yeah yeah uh 
Yeah, no, it, it'll be interesting. And it, I can see where they're going with it in terms of the tie-in with Doctor Strange, so. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'd still prefer it to be on Netflix, but, I mean, we're stuck with ABC, so. Suck well. it up. <laughs> I'll get over it, don't you? <laughs> you know... You know, you can talk about Nicolas Cage's Ghost Rider, but I loved when he transformed. I loved his acting when he transformed into Ghost Rider. He started screaming. Was it from, uh, Ghost of Vengeance? Or, uh... No, from the original. From the original. I don't think I watched Vengeance yet. Yeah, I don't think anybody. I, I, anybody did. I saw it. I I wouldn't suggest it. Wait, why? You are son of no, the I'm a catch up. I'm a catch up. Nicholas Cage in my book can do no wrong, even though he does wrong all the time. Oh, okay, then that that's a very bad book. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it's a very bad book. It's a very okay. bad book. He's got a lot of he's got a lot of red marker notes yeah. on it. Oh, GSP, what okay, was did your any of you guys watch Son Curry? of Zorn? No, uh-uh. I watched it after the uh, the the football game. A How couple unpleasantly weeks cringeworthy was it? <laughs> was it bad? Because the reviews seemed to like you know lean towards the negative. I noticed. <laughs> what do you think, John? Did it uh, did it speak to you at all? I'm a barbarian. <laughs> It, it was kind of cool where they were playing with the whole He-Man motif and, like, He-Man comes to, like, you know, become a parent, you know, yeah. and stuff like, like that. It kind of looks like the guy from the Hercules, though. Yeah, yeah. It, no, it is. But it, yeah. it, it, Disappointing, it's was it, when they switched from, like, you know, all animated to, like, live action? No, it, 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 they blended it well. That one, it, it's really interesting what they're doing with it. The script, though, needs a lot of work. I, yeah. I feel that it, it was slow. Very. It really was. There was it, the, the jokes were not that great. There was only like three times I actually laughed. And like one, I actually laughed really hard. The other two were like, <laughs> were they That's jokes it. that were outside of that awful commercial they kept showing? Uh, one was what? two were two were in the uh, commercial. Uh, yeah, it was a lot like um, watching a full episode of Saturday Night Live, and you're like, oh, there's some really good moments, but then the rest of it's just kind of meh. <laughs> so, a lot of jokes yeah. that went on too long. You like the jokes? You don't the, like no, the, the jokes the jokes weren't even didn't even hit, really. That yeah. Time. Okay, can just, I throw out hmm. another one? MacGyver, did anybody see that one? That's no, that, yeah. I thought that was canceled. I, 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 before I, it started. Yeah, no, I it was not canceled. I fell asleep on it. Uh, I, I, watched, I fell asleep on it. I, uh, I, didn't I, was, like I it? thought they had Blur? dumped it. No, they it, just started it. Just, it I, I, I guess I went into it, and I'm, I'm usually not guilty of this, but I went into it thinking of the old MacGyver. So, you know, I'm sitting there watching it. I'm an agent, and blah, blah, blah. And it, it, it was he just had this cockiness that I, I, I didn't want with MacGyver. MacGyver has always been sort of this laid-back kind of guy. Like, yeah, you know, uh, when you got some toothbrush, and I mean, a toothpaste and, a, and some yeah. chewing gum, you pretty much blow up anything. I mean, that's the MacGyver I was looking for. And then you give me this, yeah, well, um, you know, that's what I do. You just, you know, give me some stuff, and I'll just blow it up. Or it just, it, I don't know. It was just something about it that just kind of. So it was basically like a, a parody of Michael Bay thinking he understood what MacGyver was. There you go. Maybe I, it was I, that, that, that was very interesting. It sounds like it kind of sounds like the uh, the the Night Rider revival from a couple. Oh of years. gosh, that was oh awful. god! Oh, you know what? Never, 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 never. 
good way to look at it. Except that was so bad. Shadow, what did you say? Maybe it was what? I said maybe it's more of a millennial MacGyver, and it is supposed to, be. and that's what we don't like about it because it's too millennial. So, but in other words, he I needs his sp- testicles to descend. In other words, no, no. <laughs> no, no. It was, it was that, uh, and I spoke to a friend about this because we watched part of it, and it's, mm-hmm. it, we wanted to be more like Burn Notice, where wow. he explains mm. and does it anyways, so you actually see what he mm-hmm. does compared to. Where he's, you're just kind of catching a glimpse of what he's doing. You know, where the original MacGyver showed us what he was doing. He'll take a paper clip and he can get out of any lock and blah, blah, blah. You know, this guy doesn't. So um, here's the $64,000 question Which was Stuart Spirit of the original MacGyver? uh, This or MacGruber? Yeah. (laughs) You know, actually, that's what what it almost had me thinking of. That's terrible. MacGruber. Yeah. Did anyone expect that? I have a feeling Burn Notice lasts a lot longer than MacGyver will last. Uh-uh. MacGyver Burn will... Notice was good. Yeah, Burn Notice was so educational. Yes, <laughs> for all the spies. <laughs> so, did MacGyver use a pencil, a rubber band, and a paper clip to make up a, like, you know, a, a nuclear bomb in this episode? Um, no. Aww. He should have, though. <laughs> Like, uh, so how much of a douche bro was to, he? Like, put an ear jack and an iPhone 7 in this episode? Because that'd be more appropriate. So how much of a douche bro Yeah, that's guy? true. That's true. If he takes a, <laughs> takes a couple things, bison. Yeah, I apologize for my voice. I'm recovering from a cold, but can I list oh. my favorite shows of new shows of the year? Or Please. Absolutely. No, I'm sorry. Okay, hold on. Can Hold I hear you feeling under the weather, though? Can I listen to them? Okay, yeah, first... Yeah. Hold on, Bison, give me a second. Show. Hold on, Bison, give me one second. Save oh, yeah. shows. Okay, ready. <laughs> <laughs> the best new show is Queen Sugar and North Pink. I have heard oh, that. Yeah. It's a really good show. Have not, have not had a chance. Well, no cable. Have not had a chance to watch it, but definitely... Oh, that's on, is that on OWN or what channel is Queen Sugar? Yeah, it's on OWN. It's okay. on OWN. Followed by Atlanta on FX. I'm right. enjoying that. Oh, you've I seen Atlanta. And I was surprised I enjoyed Pitch on Fox. What you show? Enjoyed- no, oh, pitch. Pitch. Yeah, Pitch was. I, I liked Pitch. There was some. It, it's a little. It gets a little like slow in midway through, but uh, yeah, no, it was really good. Wait, Hitch is in the Will Smith. Uh... Oh, Pitch. Oh, no, pitch. pitch. It's the uh, one with the first major, like major league female player. Pitcher. Oh, Pitch. Pitch. Pitcher. Pitch. Right. Pitch. Yeah, right. He, you know, P I T C H Pitch. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, I, he knows you know how what? to spell. Positive, That's good. It's on the verge. Her positive stuff from. Uh, her positive stuff badly. from everyone. Though. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next, Bison. Insecure of Issa Rae's HBO show. What insecure? Um, insecure is based on the uh, awkward black girl Lisa Ray's uh, web series. Okay. So for her to get that on that HBO one. was a that was a hell of an achievement. And yeah, it was. It's, it's a different type. It's about insecure. You can throw out that the tropes that we usually see with African American or women of color. I highly right. recommend Damn. that. So right. Those, it, those does, it, really does, it, so it does. It does. 
you're right, Bison. Just throw out that trope of, you know, the tough black woman on TV and, you know, can handle everything and stuff like that. This is this is just kind of what girls should have been, you know. This 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 kind of what girl. I didn't even see it. I didn't see Insecure, but uh, awkward black girl is, um, you know, it's awkward every girl, but with with you know with blackness mixed in with this ethnicity mixed in. So I, I'm assuming Insecure is going to be just as uh, entertaining. <clears throat> Awesome. And that's it. What else? What else did you say? How was that? Good show. And so that's it. Those. Are, I mean, I've seen a few others, but those stood out for me. I just wanted to make sure, especially Queen Sugar, because I think that was probably the best film television show. Yeah. Show the nuances of yeah. color, I... hair texture, and a lot of other things. African Americans I've ever I mean black people I've ever seen on television it's that good well well the fact that Ava DuVernay um uh brought in black female directors to do each episode and they hardly you know they don't get work they don't get work and to 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 feature them and have them come in and, you know, black writers and stuff and have them come in and do such a fantastic job, which, of course, they, you know, they, they do just as well a job as anybody else. Um, that that's, that's appreciated in itself. And to have the show actually get all these rave reviews is, is good. Yeah, I, I definitely got to catch up to it. What's the, uh, Bison, what's the premise of uh, Queen Sugar? I'm watching it on iTunes, but basically it's about a um, family out of Louisiana. The patriarch dies, so uh-huh. the family kind of returns home to um, bury him and sell his affairs. Um, there are two daughters. One's an older daughter who's having an affair with a cop. Uh-huh. Another is a um, wife of a NBA star who has like a scandal. Another is a son who, who's raising a child who's kind of, you know, gone through some bad, hard times. Mm. And, um, I mean, it's a, it's, it's a relatable show. Um, right. And, I mean, it's not, you know, it's nothing superhuman about it. You know, it's... Um, Nobody, you know, it's, nobody's got mutant powers. No, <laughs> no, no. Nobody has mutant powers. And, you know, it's just, you know it's, 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 it shows human failings. You know, like I said, yeah. one's just a fair... And I'm just, I mean, I like the story, and I like the, uh, I just like the cinematography. I mean, it's something you don't see a lot. Is, right. What I mean by that is rural, um, I won't say rural, it's probably the wrong term, but you see sort of, it's not all set in an urban context. It's, you know, you see a lot of land, you see fields, you see, you know, it's just a different, um, it's not the usual urban city um destination you see with most um films and, and television shows. So it's it's different. And like I said, the um cinematography is really giving me, I mean, it's really um nuanced and I mean it, it, one thing and I'm gonna say this and I don't wanna go too far left, that um Hollywood gets really wrong is they don't know how they don't know how to do lighting with black people. Yeah, they rarely do. 
of different shades. And this show gets it more. This show gets it right. And yeah. when you see that, that that really stands out. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the kind of show. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do something I've never done in a while. I'm gonna buy it. Wow! Wow! Yeah, so he is. Like never the, no, it's um, Yeah, you're you right about lighting. That I think I think Duvernay have mentioned uh, that she works with a a guy that's fantastic with um, you, you know lighting when it comes to African American cast and stuff. You know. It, it, you can't tell when somebody knows what they're doing huh. when they don't and stuff. But um, no, nah, that's a good. That, that's that's good. I'm glad you mentioned them, Bison, because yeah, it would totally be all superheroes and <laughs> time travel if you didn't mention some of the other shows on there. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, um, you know what? I'm gonna throw an Exorcist real quick. Exorcist. Uh, when I saw the trailer, I, when I saw the trailer, I was convinced that they might have something. And after seeing the first episode, I I think that they might have something watchable as far as a remake of Exorcist. <laughs> you really felt like you were, um, it uh, yeah, <laughs> you really felt like they took it seriously and and they brought back some of the feeling of uh, the original film. Might yeah. not be a scary or anything like that. It definitely had some unsettling moments. But just the shots that they did and stuff. I don't, maybe they were <clears throat> maybe they were copying directly, you know, as far as the shots that they did and stuff like that. But I, I felt like they were ca- more so capturing the uh, the feel of the original series. I mean, okay. the original uh, movie and stuff. Well, I, I liked it. I liked the cast. Huh? What do you say, Dalek? Mm-hmm. Like? What do you think? Well, yeah, the original film. I mean, not like those horrible sequels we don't talk about. Oh, God. No, no, just the original film, yeah. Sure. Now, so, are they... Okay. Are they going to stretch the plot of the original movie out over oh, the no, entire no, season? No, 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 no. This is like the, the original movie already happened in this continuity. This oh, okay. So, oh, okay. I wasn't sure Ooh. if this was the original movie or a prequel or what. No, one uh, of uh, the um, main the main guy is looking up like stuff about um, exorcism. He's on the internet. One of the things he finds is uh, web clipping about um, how uh, the death of deaths of Marin and Karen and Georgetown seventy two. So it did happen in this universe. Okay, oh, okay. So this is just like set in now. Okay, because uh, yeah, that's the, right. When he was uh, doing research, it was uh, you, you know two people died. Um, is the research you know, in movie in the continuity? Uh, no. Uh, what you say? Repossessed. <laughs> no. Oh, the possessed? No. <laughs> yeah, you know, repossessed? Yeah. Wasn't that part of the continuity? Oh, no. No, uh, this, this, actually, this actually is interesting because it seems like it's going to be episodic. You know, they're going to be dealing with exorcisms ongoing. Um, and, and, and maybe not, I don't know, like, the, like they introduced the idea. Dalek. How creepy was that attic scene, yo? Oh God! Well, yeah, it was a it was a lot more. Uh, there was a Chris and attic scene in the original film where it's just like there's a, um, uh, God, what's her? Ellen Burson's in the attic and she's looking over. They're hearing the, the sort of like the, the rumbling sounds and then like uh, the candle she has goes um, completely bursts into flame and th- oh that was God. it. Um, yeah. and this there's like it's more like, oh God, it's 
the possessed girl eats a rat, right? Literally eats a rat. Yeah. 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 I was I was like, yo, what? And then and then they threw you with a little twist. I like that. So so there there's good aspects to the first episode. Um, I don't you know, know, one of the leads is a, a Latino gentleman that uh, looks like, it, you know, he's like the novice. You know, he's yeah. getting into it. Uh, the older priest, he's like, you know, he's, he's, he's trying to do his thing, but, but he's, you know, not doing it according to, uh, 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 you know, Rome and the Catholic Church. You know, he's, he's part of the Catholic Church, but he's kind of doing things his own way. And, and, um, so they got like a Mulder and Scully vibe where one of them believes, but the other one really doesn't. Well, it's like yeah, one's Mulder. Well, not, not I wouldn't call it Mulder and Scully because homeboy's going to believe by the end of the episode. He, yeah. he believes like, a whole lot. Like, no, they don't do that BS nonsense where it's like, well, I mean, it could have been anything. Yeah, it's more like a, what is it, the, the world-weary beat-down cop and the young idolist. And exactly. Exactly. That That's kind of it. That's kind of it. That that this young preacher's eyes have not been opened. He doesn't even quite believe in the spiritual world as far as demons and stuff like that. He He's, he's kind of like, yeah, you know, it's a new age and the Bible's metaphorical and blah, blah. And he, he, <laughs> he gets woke. He gets woke to, you know, there being a spiritual world and stuff. And I, I, you, you know, the hero's not a good hero. He's not perfect hero at a, by any means, you know. And um, <clears throat> and it's just an interesting. It, Dalek's right. It's, it is an interesting, uh, you know, old cop, novice cop type stuff. In the yeah, it's kind of like law. The, the early days of Law and Order in that huh, regard. Okay. Now, yeah, I, definitely oh, has some good acting though. Any pea soup? Huh? Any pea soup? <laughs> no, no pea not soup. yet. There, w- there no, was a there was no a producer next yet, but no pea soup yet. Yeah, um, basically, no uh, when they cut on that title card, it was in all red against black, and you heard George Crumb's "Night uh, Electric Instruments" uh, insects. Um, I was that was basically my way of, way of me thinking. Okay, they get it. We're in, we're it's the actresses. <laughs> yeah, I think they get it exactly. I think they get Speaking it. Of, I, I think they're not could not say about exorcism at all. Speaking of exorcism, yeah. Black Nerdity is on the call. The power of Christ compels you. The power of Christ compels you. Why is she? Why is she got speaking of exorcism? Listen, that was the last word that was mentioned. It was a good segue to introducing her. So, not a good segue. <laughs> well, it depends. Black, black nerdy. <laughs> How are you doing, black nerdy? I'm, I'm okay. I got home okay. safe, so that's that's good. That's good. That's a plus. Getting home yeah. safe is a plus. Well, so what new show did you see? And speaking of exorcism, um, are you talking by William Friedkin? <laughs> no. I'm currently looking at regular show. So, oh, oh the, new, the, the final season? Yeah. Oh, oh but so you, you're disappointed we're not actually doing our podcast about regular show because somebody said tonight would be a regular show. 
<laughs> That's funny. So you didn't see any TV, huh? Uh, no, not really. Aw. Oh, can I mention? That's okay. Can I mention one? Sure, of course. I actually watched the new series that I have never watched before. I watched, because all that stupid hype from the commercials, I watched the new season of American Horror Story. Oh, that's right. It came back a couple weeks ago. Season six. Yeah, Yeah, it's season six. It's uh, Roanoke. It's um, the is it a hotel or is it something else? I forgot. Roanoke. Roanoke is the season. Well, I mean, we're not real. I mean, it's Roanoke, but like the the subtitle for the show is My Roanoke Nightmare. It's basically being done. Like, you know, those stupid ghost whatever shows and all that. Yeah. Oh, jeez. It, it's right. being done like that, basically, where it's all told. Like, you know, it's like you have the cast, like the people who are like the characters who like this was affected talking like, you know, to the like the show in documentary form. While the actors and the act, like what's actually happening, are the actors playing them because it's a TV show inside a TV show. So, like, you get to see what happened to them, all the messed up events that are going on. So, it's like one of those shows, it's like, and they're talking about, like, it's completely different actors. So, like, they're not playing themselves. There's other actors playing them. And I didn't really notice that at first because I wasn't being that observant, apparently. But then I was like, oh, yeah, these aren't the same people. It's like the narrator is different than the actor. But it was actually good. It actually managed to scare me a few times in the two episodes that have come out so far. Really? Yeah, I didn't expect that because I'm usually not, like, you know, easily spooked. But, like, it got me. (laughs) Really? Yeah. yeah, I want to watch this now. No, but it's goddamn creepy. Ah! Ah. Easily spooked? Oh, God. (laughs) That was just a vacuum cleaner. (laughs) Seriously? uh, Seriously? Uh, Seriously, Toby, put your hand. Uh, all tray tables should be in the upright position. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's like, like there's this creepy pink oh, thing uh, going on, and all this other stuff, and it's like, wow, they actually, this is a, like the atmosphere is really creepy on that show. So is it I've like never slightly seen. satanic? Would you say? I have no idea what's going on, but yes, kind of. Okay. There's like, I don't know, a sacrifice or something. Like they do a good job of hiding what you're seeing because it is like you know a TV show inside of a TV show, so. They only show you so much of what's going on based off what the cut, like you know, what the people it happened to say happened to them. Hmm. So yeah, like you don't like you basically like you're not learn you're only learning what they know. So I mean, hmm. it's just like it was an interesting way of doing it from someone who's never seen the series before because I think I watched maybe the first episode of the first season and had no interest in it. So here yes. we are five years later, and it's like it managed to get me with that stupid ad campaign. <laughs> I know. I really almost came so close to like, not, uh, after Hotel, I'm probably never going to watch that show again. Hotel was horrifying. Really? Yeah. Not in a bad not way? A, not in a good way, no. Okay. This season, I mean, this was enjoyable to me. It's like I didn't expect to be pulled into a show this late in this lifespan. But yeah. Well, no, well they keep they yeah. keep reinventing themselves every yeah. season. It's so. an it's not really yeah, it's like a, a new book. A, yeah, I mean it's a creative idea, like having a show within a show about like you know something horrific that was happening instead of like you know the usual hooks for them. And just yeah. think, you FX know, didn't think like this the... was going to happen. FX didn't think this was going to work back in season one. Yeah. I mean, 
I would that's, watch that's this, but like that, like they were relentless with this ad campaign teasing. It's like, well, it could be this, it could be this, it could be this. We're not yeah. telling you anything until this show airs. Yeah, like, they, yeah it, that's I how they. Watch this. Yeah. Well, they, they could like, do it now. This is like the second most successful show on cable, not titled uh, Walking Dead. So I think it was like the <laughs> highest rated premiere for the entire, or like you know, highest rated season premiere for the series. Period. Because yeah, everybody oh, liked Hotel so much. Yeah, no, but it, like, like, thing, like we said, like the ad campaign really worked, and it like broke all ratings records for the series. Interesting. That's an interesting. It, 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 the series is just interesting. I mean, that it was really... like a brilliant hook. I mean, because like it had me like someone with zero interest watching it, just because it's like I want to know what the plot is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. That's so cool. can I talk um, about something now? And, any other? Yeah, what was your show that like that too? <laughs> uh, Red Dwarf Eleven. Well, I had to torrent it, but uh, we don't we don't encourage this. But yes, uh, Geek Soul Brother does not condone or encourage uh, illegal downloading of any kind. <laughs> Red Dwarf Bless Eleven. You. Red Dwarf Eleven. It debuted last week. Nobody. It was a surprise, even to me. Wow. <laughs> wow. So who they have in it? Did they have a whole cast? Or? Yeah, all, all the cast is back except, uh, well, it's like season ten. They didn't. They don't have Kachansky and they don't have Holly anymore. It's just, it's just the original four guys. So, okay. Um, basically, if you've never watched Red Dwarf, it's a sci-fi sitcom that's run for one trillion years on the BBC, and uh, this season, uh, they, the first episode, they have. Uh, the four main protagonists on Red Dwarf uh, end up getting involved in a time travel thing involving a group of simulants are trying to go back to the 1920s so that uh, they can create a version of prohibition where all scientists are uh, are prohibited to prevent like a way of defeating these evil simulants. I really don't know. It's not, this wasn't the greatest episode. Mm. Uh, I could tell. Yeah, it was kind of kind of a overwritten and severely underwritten at the same time, which is a common problem with Red Dwarf, but it was particularly bad here. Um, I mean, I still it was still pretty funny. It had moments, pretty good moments. Was it as good as Trojan was five years ago? No, not really. Um, But better than series eight or Red Dwarf nine. God, so they're they're back on the upswing. They're back on the upswing. They've been on the up. Red Dwarf Twenty Ten was great. I, 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 it was probably the best series in six. Now, does Red Dwarf like you know actually get a release in the U.S. ever, or is it yeah, just horribly behind? It's horribly behind. It's on PBS in some markets. The the, the only really, the best way now is just watch it on home video. There's no really other yeah. way to get it. Yeah, okay. yeah. Because that I think I've only seen part of the first season because okay. that's all that was available and stuff. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Follow up and get your own. Yeah, they really. Should, I don't know why it's, it's not. I don't know why it's not on Netflix. It's really. Is it a BBC series or? Yeah, it's a BBC series. Yeah. Okay. Huh. That's weird. Nice. Well, that's pretty good for TV. That's not too bad. Not too bad at all. And we got more shows uh, start, starting up this uh, what next week? So yep, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we got we got things all the way up till uh, like the beginning okay. of November. 
Yeah, next week is the start of Worst thing is, next week is the start of the anime season. Oh, God. Yep. Uh, what, what do we have to look forward to? What do we have to look forward to? Well, there's a show called Keijo where these women like do like, uh, remember like the Joust from uh, American Gladiators? Yeah. Well, imagine if they did it on the over like uh, a swimming pool and it was just a piece of crappy cheesecake. That's Keijo. Oh god, that oh I heard about that. I I thought that already came out. I thought it was I thought it was just a swimming anime, but nope, it's wrestling. <laughs> Did Yuri on Ice come out yet? That's coming in the fall. Okay. Now yeah. that's the one with the yet. now what's that about? Uh ice skating. Yeah, Yuri on Ice. It's just one of the, yeah. the, the the saddest, the most disappointing title ever. You see the the name Yuri on Ice, and you're like, "Oh, sweet, <laughs> sweet girls love on ice." But no, it's just some guy named Yuri on Ice. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, it's one so of existentialist kind of series. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> fall anime season. Oh. Wait, isn't and then One Punch Man is next year, so. Yes, and Attack on Titan is coming back next year as well. So at least you have two shows too. Yeah, and you got to hopefully, and hopefully, Sailor Moon Crystal season three. I'm hoping they haven't said anything yet. Uh, that would that actually would be season four. The past season, season four, yeah. It's, this past season was actually considered season three, even though it was really just season two. Yeah, yeah. Season two, yeah, yeah. Hey, so which my wife like better than the first <laughs> Oh, we're not even going to talk about any of the other shows that came back? Lucifer, Blind Spot. That's enough. Lucifer has mommy issues. That was the first episode of Lucifer. That's pretty much the first episode of Lucifer right there. We'll talk about some more next week. But, um... Did anybody see the trailer for Passenger? Mm-mm. No. I heard of this guy. Patton, what's her name? A lot of people. Stanford Lawrence, Lawrence, Stanford Lawrence and Chris Pat. No, a lot of people. Oh, yeah. It, it was a good trailer. trailer. Um, I love the ship. <laughs> I love seeing the ship. I'm not sure if I love seeing Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt on it. <laughs> You know, basically, uh, basically, I don't know, like, you know, the premise is that there's like a hundred people that are taken, or maybe it's probably more than a hundred, but they're taking a, they're taking a hundred year journey, um, to a distant planet on this ship. The ship is cool as all that. I love it. But, uh, two people wake up because they're little uh, cryogenic chambers malfunction or something. Chris Pratt wakes up, Jennifer Lawrence, and then they start, you know, they don't know each other, but because they're stuck on the ship for so long, they start to know each other, start to kind of have a little, uh, I guess, not romance, but, you know, you know, like interest in each other. And all of a sudden, the ship starts to malfunction or something like that, so they got to save it. Basic, you know, from the trailer, it's kind of basic, although... Chris Pratt says, oh, we were woken up for a reason. And that, I guess that throws in the little twist in there. But um, it looks okay. But like I said, that shit looked like, like put me in space. 
I love that. I love being on that ship. You know, um, uh, but it does look interesting. I, I'm hoping that it's an interesting little sci-fi that's coming out. I don't know if it's going to be as good as uh, uh, Arrival. That looks more interesting. Uh, Pat, the, the description you give of Passengers makes it sound like 90, 90 other movies. Yeah, it almost sounds like but, Pandora. But in space. Kind of sounds like a Tom no, Hanks film. Yeah. It's way opposite. Wait, did you say Pandora? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's there's no mutated horror creature happening in it. <laughs> Wait, was that, did that happen in Pandora? I mean, people woke up, though. Crazy people. People woke up, woke up and then they met mutated horror creatures. It's about Leviathan. Did, did they stay that woke? That sounds or... more like Blue Ginger from that anime from a long time ago on Tsunami. Yeah, we don't talk about what? that anymore. Yeah, we don't talk about <laughs> that <show. laughs> No, and Leviathan was not waking up out of the cryogenic chamber. It was just people stuck in the... Uh... I thought that was... I thought that was Leviathan literally just... was... Wait. But that, that's wait. literally oh. just alien, you know. <laughs> 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 People waking wow. up in front of chambers and they get attacked by eel by creepy monsters. That's, that's alien. <laughs> no, that well, that's alien and that's uh, Pandorum, which we're going to feature for Saturday Night Sci-Fi next month. Among Ooh, nice segue. Harder choices. Yeah, wow. yeah, we're going to feature that. Um, but but yeah, Passengers was pretty good. The Luke Cage trailer, I like that a yeah. lot. Yeah. I, 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 I'm just letting. I'm just. I'm not even bothering with that trailer. I'm just waiting until Friday. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> so can I we talk a little bit about myself. Luke Cage and why people should watch Luke Cage? Can we get into that? Because I'm uh, not feeling it, but I'd love to hear why people are excited. How You're not into it. Uh, well, I mean, right off the top, right off the top, we're excited because it's a black character. We don't see black superhero on TV too much. So it's he's a superhero. You know, I mean, the mask, not the mask. Um, uh, um, what is it called? Mantis. Like that's a black, <laughs> yeah. black hero that I remember. Yeah, that was the closest to we got to a black superhero on TV. <laughs> you know, and and. and um, Static shock, yeah. <laughs> it's that static shock as far as the you know cartoon, definitely. But Luke Cage is well, okay. So we're excited about the Marvel Netflix combination. Yep. That we got excited because Daredevil, you know, mm-hmm. and it worked. Yeah. And Jessica Jones was cool. Daredevil two, you know, all of that. So now we want to see what Luke Cage can do. And and that's the excitement there. Other th- other than that, you got this black cast. You got a black showrunner. You know, you got you got these awesome characters on both sides: evil, good. You know, male, female. Mm-hmm. And 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 you feel like the universe is growing. Like, how are they gonna? How are they gonna show Luke Cage? How are they gonna show Iron Fist? How are they gonna show the rest of? You know, what are they going to do? Punisher. Heroes for all. These guys get together for Defenders. That's going to be who they're going to fight. How they, you know, it's like a universe that's unfolding in, the, in front of us. And, you know, it's exciting uh, things. Us, us nerds and geeks are excited. Thank you. 
<laughs> well, that, that, and I like the fact that, you know, the, the guy who's the showrunner for Luke Cage, I mean, the things I've seen in terms of how they're plotting out the episodes and what they're going to do with it, and it just sounds like it's a different tone than the other two shows, but equally as good. Okay. Yeah. They, 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 they all, that's the interesting thing. They all have different tones. And yet they're, they're, they have this connective uh, uh, threads between them that will allow them. I'm sure they planned it all out and had mm-hmm. a lot of discussion. I'm sure this is, I'm sure this is a situation where showrunners are literally talking to each other. Are you going to do this? Are you going to do that? You know, but yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, I'm excited just, just because, you know, friggin' Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. I love I, I love Luke. I love Power Man back in the day. I was collecting comics back in the day. It was awesome. Yeah. Okay, let's wrap this one up. Yeah. Um. What was box office this week? Yeah, box office this week. Uh, number one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the quiet storm. Number one, Magnificent Seven. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Magnificent Seven made $34.7 million. Number two, Storks, uh, $21.3 million. Three is Sully, and it made $13.5 million. Four, Bridget Jones's Baby, and it made $4.6 million. Five was Snowden, $4 million. Six was Blair Witch. There was like a difference of like three thousand bucks, and it was four oh, million. Also, yeah. uh, seven don't. It didn't breathe. do well last week. No, not at all. <laughs> wow. Seven don't breathe made three point yeah. seven million, so it's been doing pretty well considering it cost nothing to make. Uh, eight the Suicide Squad, which is somehow still in the top ten because there's been nothing since it came out. Uh, three point one million. Number nine, when the bell breaks, uh, 2.5 million. Be back and number 10, <laughs> number 10, still holding on to that top 10 spot, uh, Kubo and the Two Strings with 1.1 million. It's not going to be, but it's probably not going to make its budget back. No, not at all. Bad. Yeah. Not bad, kind of. Well, it's, what, what, you, it's what, what you expect. It's like a, they don't know how to market anything. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody was nobody was asking for no Blair Witch. Nobody, <laughs> literally, nobody was asking. For I remember that we, that, it literally came out of left remember field. It, it wasn't even Blair Witch until July. Yeah, that's right. It was called The Woods, and we already knew it was going to be a terrible film. Know, but, uh, what about um, okay, was anybody asking landing? for um, Ken Cloverfield Lane, and then that turned out to be quite good? Yeah, it was okay. No, but here, Shadow. The, the, first of all, they immediately showed you that Ten Cloverfield Lane might not be the um, actual sequel, to like a continuation yeah. of Cloverfield. It might right. not. It might or might not have. And the trailer looked good, like like uh, uh, Goodman and um, you know the the other two that started it. You immediately were like, "Oh shoot, what's happening here? This is crazy," you know. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was, it was, uh, yeah, it was definitely good. But, um, yeah, no, Blair Witch, ain't nobody was asking for <laughs> <to> Blair Witch. <laughs> oh, 
Wow. Who do you think all? you are giving us Blair Witch? <laughs> exactly. Get the heck out of here with Let that. Let your feelings that, out there, geek soul brother. Yeah. <laughs> Let them out. <laughs> That's I mean, it's true, though. But, uh... What's, hap- what's happening? Let's call up a uh, fake movie phone. Let's call a full movie phone and, and uh, find out what's happening this weekend. Ring, ring. Yeah, yeah. you have selected Mr. Fake Movie Phone. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> First, we have the action drama nobody asked for, Deepwater Horizon. The oil right. companies actually asked for it, but, you know. Yeah. Is that a is, is that a remake of Deep Rising? Yes. No, no. Yeah. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure it is. With yes. Marky Mark. Yeah, the flood. It yep. was called the flood before they realized that was bad to call it the flood for some stupid reason. I'm not sure why. No, Deep Rising is the one about the um, uh, the is it a ghost ship or something? That's no, it's, a, it's, 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 it's no, that was giant, no, that was ghost giant ship. Mutated yeah. worm. Oh, Deep yeah. Rising was giant mutated worms. Uh... Yeah, giant mutated worms caused the uh, the explosion that destroyed the Gulf of Mexico. Clearly, <laughs> there you go. Uh, there you go. Uh, Next, we have a movie that was made in 2014, but it's only getting released now because its studio has finally emerged from bankruptcy. Masterminds. It's still. <laughs> yeah, it looks awful. What is that about? Don't don't go there. Just don't. Next, we have um, <laughs> another yet another movie by Tim Burton. You will immediately forget Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. Next, we have a mi- X Men. In other words, <laughs> no. Next, we have American Honey. It is a drama. Next, Among the Believers. It is a documentary. I read that as Among the Beavers. Like, okay. <laughs> oh, I'd see that. <laughs> It could be worse. It could be among the believers. Oh God! <laughs> oh, that's where, that's your life story, isn't it? Oh, man. <laughs> pretty much. Next, we have Clinton Egg. Screw that. Next, we have Danny says documentary. Next, we have Denial. It is a drama. Next, we Denial. have. It is. <laughs> Next, we have Do Not Resist. It is a documentary. Next, we have Flock of Dudes. It is the story of John. Next, we have Harry and Snow. <laughs> Next, we have Harry and Snowman. It is the worst sequel to Harry Potter yet. Next, we have I the Lord. AKA Dalek's uh, life story right there. That didn't work. Next, we have I the Lord. Teflon. Fake movie phone don't have time for no bad comeback. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we have I Will Talk to You. It is a romance in Chinese. Next, we have Emma's Doni, The Untold Story. It is a drama. Next, A Man Called Ovi, a comedy drama. Operation Mikong, action, and it is not listed here. But the live-action adaptation of a, of a teen lit novel series nobody cares about anymore. Ladies and gentlemen, you've waited for years. Now you wish you hadn't. It's Maximum Ride. And that is your movies for this weekend. Uh, also, Queen Wait. of Catway gets a wider release. Yeah. Well. Wait, didn't Maximum Ride yep. come out back in the summer? No, it's coming out this weekend. Mm. Wow. Yeah, what happened to... 
What happened to Queen of Cosplay? It came out last week. It came out week. last week. Yes, but it's an expanded release this week. It was only open I on hope. 50 theaters last week. <laughs> I hope. Because I was looking for it in sack and we didn't have it. And it was, I was mad. I had a. <laughs> it, I it's, opening, it's, it. it's opening on 1200 theaters, like 1242. Yeah, you probably still won't get it. It's like. We, we, didn't get, we, we didn't get Mr. Church, and we didn't get a. Uh, well, no. Last week, last week we didn't do our. Uh, we didn't call up fake movie phone last week. We didn't have time. So, yeah, that that's why it wasn't. Uh, that's why we missed it. But yeah, Mr. Church last week, and. Uh, and uh, also not playing in my area. <laughs> Wait, Mr. Church was last week or two weeks ago. I think two weeks ago, but uh, yeah, yeah Queen still the not top playing. Lane was last week. Yeah, it's yeah. still not playing as that though. That's kind of concerning because we are like kind of a major city now. I don't know what that church was. It wasn't. It wasn't last week. Then yeah. two weeks yeah, ago, because my parents wanted this. to see it. You guys get all the do- blur, blurdy. You get all the dollar movies. Like you're still, you're still looking at Force Awakens over there. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, Suicide Squad playing, and um, what's that other crappy? Oh, Ben Hur, it's still playing. <laughs> what's, that, what's that other crappy movie? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like Next. it's just they just Sacramento's where like bad movies go to just die. Like worse. Wow. Maximum Ride is already on Amazon for rent. Wow. <laughs> it's not even doing theaters. Yeah. Well, um, it was listed on the Rotten Tomato. Oh, it might be doing like a small run, but it's already available for rent. See, that's how far James Patterson has fallen. Who? Again, yeah. again. If you guys <laughs> want to see a pretty decent movie, we're not we're, we're not watching right. Alex Cross. No, Train to Busan. <laughs> That, that Korean zombie film was pretty good. Train to Busan was pretty good. I suggest you guys. I don't know how you're going to watch it, but, you know, do the best you can, I guess. Um, and check it out. No, actually, I think it's on. Um, I think it's somewhere. I think it might be on Amazon or something like that. It's, I think it's somewhere where you can see it. But, uh, yeah, definitely check that out. Yeah. All right, let's lock it up. Let's... Uh, Let's let's uh, turn the lights out, close the doors, and lock up. Lights out. This podcast, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Really appreciate it. Next week we'll do some more. Uh, we'll do some more stuff. But next week we got. Um, we might have a guest on the show. We might have a. Might have a few guests on the show. I'm, I'm trying to get. Um, uh, Hilliard and Lisa from Screenwriters Rant Room on the podcast. Also, uh, since it'll be October, we can talk a little bit about horror movies. Maybe not go in all month, because if you want to listen to all the horror stuff, you can definitely check out the, the past um, episodes that we've done each October to talk about all kinds of things monsters and you know different monsters and everything like that so you can definitely check that out but we'll we'll get into a little bit hard next month definitely and um uh yeah we should have uh, a couple decent guests coming on also so check that out and check us out um 
you know what? Let me scroll up. Check us out. I don't have my notes up. Check us out on Twitter, MDOG957, Ali underscore she, Howard Toby, Illuminus, Johnson Jason Zero, Real Lord Dalek, Phil Regan underscore Uno, uh, Sharita22, Tobuwan Kenobi, Arch Humana, and um, also check out Black Nerdity on here, Blurred Words on Twitter, uh, Bison for Life. Check them out. And um, uh, Five Nerdy Venoms, you can check them out for all your nerdy news. Subscribe on Facebook and Twitter. Five Nerdy Venoms, F-I-V-E Nerdy Venoms. And Me Geek's Old Brother on Twitter, Facebook, Google+, YouTube. Uh, definitely go to geeksoulbrother.com where we have reviews and trailers on there. And also, oh, Shadow's been putting up some, some good stuff, so you definitely want to check that out. Got some commentaries for myself and the others. And uh, hit that donate button. That's it. Wow. Stop hitting, please. <laughs> Seriously, do yeah, you hit that donate micro- button? You literally eat the microphone when you do that? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, it comes straight from the gut, literally. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, definitely help us out with that. Or go to patreon.com slash geeksoulbrother and uh, drop some money in there. Check out, you know, got little rewards up there. So check that out. Anyway, uh, hope you guys come back next week. You know, like I said, it'll be in October. We'll have some things. I'll also give you um, uh, uh, a little talk about the HBO uh, Westworld event. That, uh, that I'm going to. So definitely check that out. Anyway, you guys take care. Talk to you later. Peace. Bye. Good night. Good night. Apple pie. Good night, Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.